Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Brad, it happened. Park reservations, park hopper restrictions, they're all gone. They're every you're free to do whatever you want. Free to be you and me at Walt Disney World. And uh everything melted down, all of the systems crashed, everything was horrible. Um Nope, wait, hang on, checking my notes. Uh, literally nothing happened, and park reservations has been dumb since they started doing them, and they weren't necessary. And they were totally unnecessary. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're going to have to... We don't normally do this, but we right before we started recording, we were talking about a story that we definitely were not going to cover, and we're not going to cover, but I'm just going to tell you because I haven't been able to stop laughing. There's a uh, There's a sign out by the splash pad in Epcot <laughs> over in Future World. And one of the rules on the sign says, uh, do not use if you're ill with diarrhea, which is the sort of thing that I'd hope you'd not have to say, right? Correct. And we've been joking about this during our pre-show. And you literally said something about <laughs> that sign. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't I won't go to the splash pad with diarrhea, right? <laughs> and then you open the show with, well, Brad, it happens. <laughs> And I've just been sitting over here dying. But anyway. I went to uh, the splash pad. No. <laughs> yes. Enough about diarrhea rules at splash pads. Though, here's the thing. I think that um, diarrhea at a splash pad has a greater chance for issues than ending the park reservation system did. Yeah, because, apparently. Yeah. Like, I kept I kept waiting. I was, you know, this. It, it, you know what it feels like? It feels like Y2K. Yeah. You, you remember, like, all of the, oh, gosh. Everybody's seen the the Best Buy sticker memes online, but like there was legitimate concern because of all the uncertainty. My but but, even, my but, best friend used to spend the night at my house every New Year's, and that was like our thing. But the year two thousand, his dad wouldn't let him because his dad was freaking out about Y two K. So yes, there was definite concern. Yes, and and much like that situation, this one happened, and there. Again, not completely without hiccups. Clearly, there were some issues with uh, with Genie Plus. So I, I think there was, what was it? There was an issue with people who bought multi-park Genie Plus. So Park Hopper Genie Plus reservations or whatever couldn't make, could only get one park until they tapped at the first park. And then they then they could suddenly start doing things at other parks, but they couldn't do it until they tapped or something like that. So there was, there was some weird issue with that, which Disney, you know, has now fixed, but ultimately like that was the biggest story that came out of this thing. And so the question suddenly becomes, then why did we have to do this for so long? Like you guys, you guys clearly knew how to do it without it because you had done it without it for so long. I just, I, I, it makes the whole thing much more baffling to me. Yeah, and the the whole having to tap into the first park before you can go to anywhere else, that feels like a vestige of, you know, the past. Right. And and but and that's what it was, right? Because Disney said that was not what that was not the intend intended way that this was going to work. Like we screwed up and they have since fixed that issue. 
So I yeah. don't know, man. Maybe just, yeah, kinda... was, somebody didn't check a check a box or remove a variable or something. You know, like something just needed to get reset real quick. Well, so apparently it had something to do with uh, when Genie Plus went to go check your ticket entitlements. It was unable to tell that you were a park hopper so that you had uh, what essentially the ability to go to other parks. And if you don't have the ability to go to a park, it's not going to offer to let you make Uh, reservations in a park sort of a thing. Okay. And so I think what they did is they just completely did away with that. Because honestly, the edge cases for somebody having that situation versus somebody spamming when they don't have it is much lower, right? Because people are paying money for Genie Plus. The idea of paying money for it and then burning your reservations at another at a park you can't go to yeah. is doesn't make much less sense. likely. Yeah, why would right. someone do that? So, but yeah, that was the that was the biggest thing to come out of this. I'm. I'm honestly a little bit disappointed that we didn't have anything happen. I know it wasn't very it wasn't very exciting. Genie Plus didn't start selling out. Nothing really changed about the way that the pricing worked from what from what I could see anyway. Yeah, it's just eh, okay. That's that's a that's not a thing anymore, guys. No. Everything went back anyway, to the way it used to be uh without concern. Except for if you still have some of those what if you're an annual pass holder or right. you have like those convention tickets or, you know, a couple of niche cases where it's going to be real stupid now that you have to make park reservations. I feel like that's going away, though, right? Like that will. But, but, but why did they keep it then? Like it should have it would have all gone away at one time, I would think. But I just I don't understand to, that from to test a, the waters, maybe or maybe there's some sort of ticket entitlement type of issue with annual pass holders that they couldn't just you know the way that they switched the one to a zero or whatever they did for the you know current problem maybe they couldn't just do that and they're working on getting annual pass holder entitlement issues fixed I don't know it just feels silly that the only person that you're punishing is your annual pass holders well it's because they don't want annual pass holders they don't like annual pass holders they've been trying for a while to get rid of annual pass holders. You know, I mean, is that is that not the way that it feels to you? Because that's the way it feels to me. Like, they keep making it more and more expensive. Then they put limitations on how many they're going to have and stuff. Like, annual pass holder is not something that they... Is not a, what, market that they wish to really grow, I don't think. But why? I don't disagree with you. I don't understand why they wouldn't want annual pass holders. That's people giving them money up front to maybe use their park like it seems like they would want everybody to be an annual pass holder but what if you just gave us even more money when you wanted to come to our park i i assume is the thought process yeah i i agree with you i think annual pass holder like there is a balance that has to be struck because otherwise you run into things being oversold and I guess at this point, maybe they're just continuing to make it more expensive and they're still selling through a larger percentage than they want to sell through. Or something. I don't know. It must I don't be. Know. The, the whole thing is odd, but like at this point, so I don't, I don't personally feel like park reservations ever became anything less than a kludge in their system. Like that's what it always felt like to me. 
it never felt like it was actually part of Disney's system. It, yeah. it felt like they they uh, what farmed it out to some third party and said, "We got to have this. We got to have it ASAP. Just make it kind of work, right?" And they never got it fully integrated with their system, and now they're going to have even less reason to have it fully integrated with their system. But they're going to have to support it still. I don't. I just don't know why you would want to keep that on. But anyway. They did. Nothing happened. And, you know, I guess we now live in a no, mostly no park pass world. So, yay. Amen, brother. I think. All, all fine with me. Pop the tops and, and all that stuff, I guess. <laughs> you know what? I just I just realized. I wonder. So, I still have three days left on that, you know, that non-consecutive never expires ticket. Oh, that my I gosh. You still have those- that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I still wow. Do. And I'm wondering, would I have to make a park pass for that because it's not a date based ticket? Certainly, I I would be surprised if at this point the system knew what to do with that. I don't know. You probably have to call somebody on the phone to make a park reservation for that ticket. Right. Yeah. Well. So did I tell you about what they had to do with that ticket? It kept. I kept having to have them reorganize on my on my account the order of my tickets and you couldn't do it over the phone no you had to go to guest services so the first day of my visit would be disney springs to go get them to reorganize my stupid ticket to make sure that the the date based ticket that i bought was my first priority above this the other ticket so that it wouldn't accidentally try to use up my days or whatever oh uh, okay yeah, and so what they finally did was they actually moved it to a separate account. So it's actually on its own account. So at this point, I would have to contact them just to get it actually reapplied to my account, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I thought that was, given the way their system works, I think that's a great solution. I really appreciated that Guest Services was able to do that for me because then it meant that m- moving forward, I don't have to deal with that anymore. But yeah, I'm I am kind of wondering what that's going to be like when it comes time to uh to use that ticket again. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see where that we'll see where that goes at some point. It's been like a decade. Um you texted me earlier about seeing ads on your Disney Plus for the free dining plan, like a lot of them. Every commercial break. It felt it felt like. And maybe this is that um what, when you're looking for white cars, all you see is white cars or whatever sort of a thing. But I don't feel like I was looking for the free dining plan stuff. And I was being inundated with, if you want to visit Disney, now's a great time to go because you can get free dining and free dining is a great benefit to you sort of a thing, which I mean, I'm a Disney Plus subscriber and I'm watching Disney Plus. So you're so, the, they know you are a person who could benefit from this. I mean, it seems smart. Yeah, but it's a... Did they sell did they sell free dining that hard before? No. Free dining was something that you got optioned for like when you were planning a trip. Right. And they, maybe they told travel agents and stuff like that about it. And and I bet if you looked for a Disney vacation, you might have gotten, you know, like retargeting banner ads about it. Sure, if you were looking for it, but this is also like we said last week the first time that they're like they're tying a, a benefit to a subscription, you know, outside of parks and resorts. Like if you're if you're on Disney Plus, 
you want to watch Disney movies and TV shows, not you're not necessarily a person who is a parks and resorts person. So, but it does mean that you already like Disney stuff. So yes, exactly. I think it's smart. The what the, and it's and it's much cheaper to pay for advertising on your own yeah. system. The thing I'm most surprised about is why they're not pre-rolling it the way that like max and apple tv whenever i go to watch for all mankind on apple tv plus i always get a quote ad for like killers of the flower moon or some other apple tv show i'm surprised they're not pre-rolling it on my no ad subscription as that kind of thing it's not technically an advertisement we just want you to know you have this this uh, isn't this is an advertisement this is a notification of a benefit yeah so I'm surprised they're not doing that to me. Yet. They're not yeah. doing that to you yet. Right. But I guess this is... So we had also talked about why would you tie this? Are you trying to, uh, you know, maybe goose the numbers of Disney Plus? And I'm not saying that that's not what... that That isn't something that they're also trying to do. But they are targeting existing Disney Plus members harder than I kind of, I guess, anticipated that they were going to do it. But I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's just me. Maybe everybody well, else would have fully expected this. But yeah, and it's, it's also a, it's also a new vector. It's a new vector because the ad tier on Disney Plus is new. They didn't used to have it. Even back when they did the Disney Plus, uh, it was like a year, year and a half ago. They did Disney Plus subscribers got like up to thirty percent off of a you know stay or whatever. They didn't have an ad-supported tier back then. So this is a new thing where they can actually advertise for their own stuff on their own platform for, you know, quote-unquote free. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I assume a lot of other people are seeing a lot of ads. Maybe Disney just knows that I'm a sucker for going to Disney. And (laughs) they're like, will this be the thing that pulls him over the edge? And then to which I say, have you guys looked at the last time I stayed on property? (laughs) Because I don't think that's going to move the needle, folks. Speaking of things you're a sucker for, there's a new uh, Figma popcorn bucket. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good segue. And yes, there is a <laughs> there is a new popcorn bucket that I am a sucker for. So at the Festival of the Arts for this year at Epcot, they released a popcorn bucket that is the Imagination Pavilion, like in clear plastic. With Figment sliding down a rainbow inside of it. That's pretty good. I mean, dude, that's a this is an awesome popcorn bucket. This, this is, is a also Tokyo a thirty dollar. This is a Tokyo quality popcorn bucket. Yeah, this is also a thirty dollar popcorn bucket. So it's not a it's not an inexpensive popcorn bucket, but man, I've kind of got to have this popcorn bucket. Yeah. And by the way, this screams you. I mean, this is everything yeah, it, you love about Epcot and Walt Disney World. Right, in a popcorn bucket. And mm-hmm. this year they've moved to doing, um, what, mobile order for the popcorn bucket. So you don't get in a super long line at the popcorn stand and try to get this popcorn bucket. You do the you do the mobile order, and then it's going to tell you when to go to the Odyssey to pick up your popcorn bucket. And, you know, you'll go to one, two, three, four, whatever, yeah. and get your popcorn bucket, which... Thank you, Disney. Thank you for doing that. Nobody and, wanted to wait in those long lines. And then you can take it and you can open it up 
and take out the disgusting bag of sugar coated rainbow popcorn and throw that directly into the trash can and then go and get good regular salty buttery popcorn right because they never so that's the thing when it comes to this uh what souvenir stuff whether it's popcorn buckets drink cups any of that stuff they don't actually put the item into what they're giving you yeah and when you go to a popcorn stand to get another like a popcorn refill for three bucks or whatever they just give you a box of popcorn they right, won't actually put popcorn in there because they know you don't want popcorn to touch your popcorn bucket. Which which means this is not a popcorn bucket. No. This is just a souvenir yes. with complimentary popcorn. And again, at $30, it is a, it is definitely a souvenir. But I, I don't know, man. I love this popcorn bucket. I desperately want one of these popcorn buckets. The, the thing about it, though, Brad, they know how to treat figment right and yet they continue to screw up journey into imagination over and over again when they quote refurb it just go in there and do it right and refurbish the entire thing and make it good that yeah i don't understand there's all this love for figment he's back as a meet and greet he's got this cool popcorn bucket and then they're like yeah but don't go on the attraction because it is a dumpster because there there could be a what half the time one of the the deals doesn't come down to yeah, blow the, the air at you the or projectors on projector DVI one just not even yeah that's that's telling you what source it's currently on <laughs> yeah. or or maybe figment doesn't pop all the way up in one of the scene like that is that is very true there there is a huge disconnect from the way that they seem to embrace figment as the you know as a major icon of epcot and then the way that the attraction in which figment is gets treated they treat the land way better than journey into imagination which is crazy because there's no i don't know tomato grown on a hanging vine that's the the mascot of the land pavilion you know (laughs) like living with the land is such a crazy like old school attraction and it gets treated so much better than than figment does well i think that's because it's actually being used for something other than other than being i think it's because it's an attraction secondary right yeah i guess so it is a useful it's got greenhouses and they actually do make things and grow things and stuff yeah, I don't you're know, right. Man. You're right. But just just give us a good figment attraction. He deserves it. Yeah, and they've you, already. You guys seem to. You guys seem to like him. They had it forty years ago. Yeah, and okay. So here's the thing with that. This is such an easy win because you're going to get all the people with the nostalgia of bringing. You know, it's like when they brought Captain EO back. Yeah. Right. You get all the people with the nostalgia. Plus, it was, you know, by, for for all intents and purposes, a better attraction. And so, it's I, that's a win win. Why would you not do that? Well, and I'm I just I'm I'm sitting here thinking like, you spend all that money to refurbish the attraction, and then you have this popcorn bucket, 
And let's say you charge $35 for the next popcorn bucket, but it includes a free lightning lane to journey into imagination. Classic, you know, like the way it's meant to be. You can charge $5 more, include a free lightning lane to go do it, and then you've got people going on it. You're you're ginning up excitement for it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how much... I, I, you know, obviously not an accountant, don't work for WDI. How much could it possibly cost to go in and redo all of the effects in Journey into Imagination? Uh, I don't know. But what I do know is more than they are currently willing to spend. More than the current budget for it. Yeah. I guarantee you somebody has done the math and realized that they can't do it. So (sighs) for now, we will allow Figment, Figment to be relegated to a popcorn bucket, but a very snazzy looking popcorn bucket. But so congratulations, Figment, on your snazzy popcorn bucket. But do not put popcorn in it. No, you never, better ever not. put popcorn in a popcorn bucket. <laughs> um, we also got news. Uh, the Country Bears are finally closing for their grand refurbishment. Um, and that we've seen that we've seen shirts about and all sorts yeah. of things. So we've we've definitely known this was coming. But a uh, surprise! It's in like uh, two weeks. Yeah, as of as of when this episode is re- uh, releasing, which will be January seventeenth, it will be closing in what nine days? Yeah, crazy quick for a, yeah. for a, and, such a beloved attraction. And to be fair, we record on Mondays, or sorry, we record on Sundays, and this was re- this information was released last Tuesday. So, you know, they caught us they caught us at a bad point in our cycle. But even then, even then, you were talking about 17 days of of notice that, hey, by the way, that this will be the last day that you'll be able to do Country Bear Jamboree in in its current form anyway. And what gets me is used to back in my day when Disney was closing and I understand this isn't closing but it is it is closing the current form of Country Bear Jamboree I feel like they used to give like a year's notice with a date like hey get get your one last chance to see yeah and here's some merch here's the the Country Bear Jamboree farewell tour t-shirts and you know all that stuff and really like milked like this thing's going away in its current form and you better come you know make a special trip just to come see it not like telling us in at d23 what three or four months ago like we're gonna you know we're gonna close and refurbish this soon and then two and a half weeks beforehand go yeah and it's in two and a half weeks it just seems it seems haphazard or, or something i don't know it's weird. I don't. I don't understand the thought process behind this at all. And I, and yeah, I just. And it's not like the country bears are problematic, you know. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a splash mountain thing where they're trying to close it quietly or whatever. Like the country bears, everyone loves the country bears, and they're hilarious, and they're. I don't know. It just yeah, it seems totally strange. And they were they're important enough that you're not getting rid of them. And in fact, you're, you're, you're giving them a glow up, right? You're giving them exactly what we, we literally just got done talking about this for figment. Yeah. Right. They're, they're getting the, the treatment that we would like figment to have. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) 
Are you saying you want Figment to get a banjo and start singing country versions of Disney's music? I mean, <laughs> that could be a vibe. I could see I could see Figment doing some bluegrass. But yeah, pending pending what we see when it comes back. But I I honestly think that this has the potential of being something really good. I'm I'm and so much, looking forward to it. And as much as I love classic country bear jamboree, I'm actually okay with them doing this. The the nice thing about the country bears is they have Muppet energy. The country bears can and hopefully will be very self-referential and very like on the nose about the new show. And, and you know what I mean? Like they can talk about how this is a new show and whatever, like they can, they can joke about that. And right. I think I, I and reference I, and reference the old show. And yes. I hope they do that because again, the old show, there's nothing bad about it i think the the country bears could definitely use a a glow up as you said but there's no there's not a bad reason why they're doing it you know there's no like controversy so hopefully they won't just completely forget about the old show and they'll actually add some jokes in about you know like you were saying when we first talked about it blood on the saddle and stuff like that like really really Make give give the fans of the old show something while actually making what seems like it's going to be a really good show for the for the you know glow up. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I'm just I'm kind of disappointed that they're doing this so quick because it does mean that they're essentially just saying, eh, nobody. It doesn't matter that we're closing this attraction. It, it I I mean I'm not it. That's what it feels like they're saying. Yeah, well, I think so. We have without without get le- okay, Brad. Let's talk about something negative without getting too gloomy. I'll try. You try. Okay. All right. We'll try. <laughs> we have talked in the past about Imagineering and things like the Hatbox Ghost and issues where the old school Imagineers are leaving the company, which, of course, they're going to do. They're old. Um, and the new people maybe not caring as much like Joe Rody did about getting Asia and Africa and Animal Kingdom ride. And, um, you know, maybe like when other attractions were closed and given, you know, big fanfare and, uh, you know, things like, uh, what is it, uh, in the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh, you know, there's like a, a little scene behind you where, you know, Pooh is ha- getting the deed for the, for the attraction or whatever, like those little touches. Um, maybe, you know, current Imagineering staff doesn't value the nostalgia and the, the fun of having a quote, you know, farewell tour. We'll be back, you know with a brand new act or whatever. Like I just, I, I understand if that's the case. I understand like some people just, you know, don't care about stuff like that, but I'm looking at it going, you could make so much money from people who want the shirts, just the shirts, put them on shopdisney.com. I, I think I would probably buy a, uh, Country Bear Jamboree Farewell Tour, you know, 2023 shirt. Just because it's funny and, you know, nostalgic. 
and put quotes from the songs and put all the characters and like I just don't I don't know that that the current guard at WDI care about that kind of fun silliness the way that in the Michael Eisner era they pretty clearly did and so I the one thing that I will say is I don't know if WDI should be shouldering this blame I don't doubt that there are some who don't care, but I feel like that's a marketing thing, I guess. Yeah, it's it's it would definitely fall more under marketing. And I feel like, you know, you talk about things like the the nod to. uh, Oh, my gosh. Wind in the Willows, whatever that attraction was that suddenly it just escaped my brain. Uh, Is that uh, 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 Mr. Toe's Wild Ride? There you go. Thank you. And and all these things. And I think those things are still finding their ways into attractions. You know, for example, what seven dwarfs mine train, which is a, is a relatively recent attraction has, you know, some of the animatronics from, uh, from snow, from snow white and stuff. So there are those things that are still there, but I think that perhaps what you're seeing is as the old guard leaves, you are you are getting people who are less able to throw their weight around. Yeah. Maybe they're less interested in fighting for it too. Uh, well, in maybe not even less interested in, cause you know, I'd like to believe that there are still people there who care a lot about that. And that's the whole reason they became an Imagineer was because they saw the way Disney told story and, and all of these things. Right. But, you're dis- you are not the most important person in the room and, the- and when the most important person in the room is the budget guy yeah you don't always get to do all the things you want but all of that all of that said yeah i don't i don't understand this the the lack of fanfare here because fanfare sells tickets it's the country bears and, man they made a movie and, about them right. <laughs> never mind i just figured out why they don't want to say anything uh but yeah Fan, fanfare sells tickets and like at the end of the day that's really what you care about mm-hmm. right is money and you can sell merch about them leaving and you can tell people and give them like months notice and then they're going to come because they want to see it one last time and all this stuff is more money in your pocket and i don't think there was one person on the planet earth who did not see that them doing the like limited merchandise and all the like big fanfare for a, an attraction going away. There was everyone understood. I should say that that was a marketing thing to sell tickets, to get people to come to the parks when they possibly would not have, but who cares? It was fun and it was silly and it was good. Yeah. It's about making you feel like you're part of something. Right. Yeah. And it's effective at that. And yeah, that's that's the way that stuff works. I don't know, man. All that to say, I think the Country Bears refurb is going to be good. I I have faith that um, just based on the poster alone, that they have actual plans for this and they've got a a good, solid show that they're going to build. And I think it's going to be a really good thing. I hope it's going to be a really good thing. I agree. And um, 
I here's the thing. I do kind of hope that they put out some merch. Like a shirt or something. Like literally anything having to do with this with this going away because I would hate for for I would hate to make an entire trip there to go watch this on the last day only to find out that they don't have any merch for it. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at MissingTheMouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Bye.